a servant. History. Be without fear in the face of your enemies. History. Speak the truth. History makers. Safeguard the helpless. That is your own. You can do it. Yeah. I'm gonna Hi and welcome to History Makers. I'm your host Matt Prater. Today we're delighted to welcome Marina Pryor. Marina is a household name throughout Australia, beloved and renowned for her performances in some of the nation's most successful musicals and concerts, including Les Miserables and Phantom of the Opera. Some of you may recall the strange affair of the Phantom of the Opera. She's recorded three highly successful CDs with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, including the platinum status Leading Lady. Welcome, Marina. Thank you very much. Now, I was just very blessed to see you uh, rehearsing, so I get to see you twice performing, so I'm looking forward to that. Tell us how early you started singing. I started singing basically as soon as I could speak. I, I don't remember not singing. I, some of my earliest memories, are, I used to climb up a gum tree at the, um, in the backyard of my house when I was growing up and I used to just sit there and sing to myself <laughs> for hours on end. Um, it's just part of who I am, really, as well as what I do. And when did you realise that you might be able to make a career out of singing? Probably when I was about 15 or 16, uh, I started playing guitar and working in um, cafes and like acoustic music venues and things and getting paid to do it. So while other friends were working as waitresses or, you know, at the checkout in Coles for a part-time job in secondary school, I used to go and sing and I realised that I could earn a living and express you know and use my gift in the rehearsal i heard you sing this awesome song you raise me up which is a really powerful song about how god can uh, raise someone up uh, in when they're in tough times um how important is your faith to you um in in your life oh it's it's everything it's uh it's the thing that informs and colors the rest of my life um well i actually became a christian when i was a a young girl at i went on a, a camp uh, called Mill Valley Ranch, <laughs> just out of Melbourne. And, uh, but when I got, and I continued sort of with my faith, but I wasn't in a Christian household. And when I uh, got to university, I had no fellowship. I didn't go to, I didn't know there was sort of dynamic and exciting churches that would have been great for me. Um, and I fell away, and about seven years ago, I embraced it, but I came to re-embrace my faith at a time when I was highly successful and I had all the the, the status and the money and the clothes and the everything that um, you know the world told me I needed to make it and be happy. And while I was essentially happy, I wasn't satisfied. And I used to I remember lying awake at three o'clock in the morning, just thinking, "Well, I've got it all. Supposedly, I'm the girl with everything. Why is it that I feel empty?" So I came back to Christ at that time. There's a new uh, Christian website set up uh, that Christian Radio is promoting called whosejesus.com. So let me ask the question, who's Jesus to you? Um, Gosh, he's he's the rock. He's the beginning of my life. He's what we build everything on. Um, and he's also my strength. He's absolutely my strength. And uh, it's a great, I found it a great relief and incredibly liberating and powerful to let myself be powerless and let him be the driving force and the strength in my life uh, because he really deals with the driving seat much better than me. And that's something very hard, I think, for strong willed people. I am strong willed. I 
think most people that gain a, an amount of success tend to be very driven. Uh, but it's been a fantastic blessing to realise that his, you know, his plans are way bigger and broader and greater than I could have ever imagined for myself. I hear you say that Jesus is best in the driving seat. One of my favourite quotes is, let prayer be your steering wheel, not your spare wheel. <laughs> How important is prayer in your life? Oh, fundamental. I think it's absolutely primary to um, the way... It inf- the way I live my life and it informs, it starts my day. My husband and I start the day, we kind of claim the day uh, by doing a devotion together and, and uh, praying together and basically that informs the day and there's really not anything, there's nothing in my life that uh, I don't pray about and um, yeah, I just couldn't, I don't think I could deal with anything without it. I know I couldn't. <laughs> this is History Makers and we're talking with well-known Australian opera singer Marina Pryor. Marina, can you tell us why you've chosen to support chaplaincy in high schools? Oh, I'm so passionate about this. I'm the mother of three children myself. And I think that the world uh, in general and society in general really pushes kids today to be successful. It's a real, it's a very dog-eat-dog, hard sort of world out there. And with unemployment and there's a huge pressure for kids to be successful. And I think that having... A chaplain is really important uh, to speak into these kids' lives to actually really sort of let them know what success truly means, um, that there is more to life than just sort of finishing school, getting an education and then what, getting a nice car, being having status in the eyes of the world. But if we uh, ignore the spiritual development of these kids, then they're going to find that that sort of success that they're trying to achieve is very shallow. And I think a lot of people end up incredibly dispirited. And uh, so I think it's just so important. I understand you go to a very vibrant, lively Christian City Church in Melbourne. How important is church life to you and your family? Oh, it's it's our we call our church um, a, a company of friends, and that's really what it is. They're the people. Our church friends are the people that we really do life with, and uh, there's just just the fellowship and also the uh, the intimacy uh, and closeness that you have with friends when you share a spiritual intimacy I find is just different it's a different dynamic to any other type of friendship it's the center it's the center of our and the hub of our lives I just I love it and uh, tell me about uh, music what kind of music do you like listening to personally um oh look I I listen to we tend to fill our house with a lot of um worship music um even though I love all great music, but I just like, I like actually having, um, you know, anointed words kind of in our house all the time. So we tend to just have Christian radio on all the time. Um, but I like things like uh, Nicole Norderman and I like uh, Roma Waterman, who's a very good friend of mine, so I'll give her a plug, but she's also absolutely brilliant. Michael W. Smith is never very far from the CD player. And uh, is there any chance of a, a, a gospel album? For Marina Pryor at any stage? Well, funny you should say that. Um, I've done, I sing on the Christian City Church uh, Christmas album and it features myself and Roma Waterman and the Melbourne Gospel Choir. And I'm working on a solo album that's um, sort of full of inspirational songs. Some are overtly Christian and some aren't, um, but basically all of them have got a touch of eternity about them, I like to say. So, um, yeah, I'm moving that way with my music. Now, Marina, tell us a bit about your role models and mentors that you have in your career and just in life in general. 
I wouldn't say there's like sort of these huge famous people that I aspire to be like, but I have, I'm mentored by Lynn McHugh, who's a wonderful lady. She's my pastor and um, she is a real role model for me. Um, A friend and also I would say a role model, it would be Darlene uh, Check. She's I guess I really admire the way that she lives her life and conducts sort of that strange balancing act of being in a high-profile position and being a mum of three kids and being a singer. And it's great to actually be able to connect with someone who is in your particular sort of unusual type of situations. Now, I'm sure in your busy career you come across people who might ask you what's... You know, why are you so happy? What's that joy you have, you know? Uh, what, uh, what do you say to people when, when they ask you about your beliefs? Uh, it's interesting. A lot of people do. I work in an, an industry where there are not a lot of Christians, uh, but there's a lot of wonderful people who, I think artistic and creative people tend to wear their heart and soul on their sleeve, and so they're much more open uh, to just the things of the spiritual realm and they tend to be searching and uh, they often say to me what is it about you why don't you get phased by things why aren't you stressed why aren't you I don't know embittered or driven or whatever and so it's a great opening for me to actually say um, you know it's God it's actually uh, it's the greatest peace and uh, comfort in my life and it gives me a great serenity and uh, I find that the strongest witness for me uh, in the industry that I will work in is to just walk my walk rather than you know bible bash people I'm very careful not to do that Um, and I find that just by living my life and doing what I do and being who I am it opens up a lot of doors and it opens up a lot of conversations with people which is fantastic and if someone says to you Marina how do I connect to God what what can I do to connect with God what would be your best advice for that person I would say to get by themselves um, and just talk to him like you know even if they feel like a fool at first that's why I say get by themselves you know if they want to pray with someone that's fantastic but you know initially uh, I would tell them to just get by themselves and just open their heart up to him and pray to him and don't try to use fancy words or anything like that and actually invite him into their life and then get uh, connected with a church, ask around to see what sort of uh, church is the right place for them where they can find like-minded people that can then disciple them and mentor them. And, you know, I think the minute that somebody actually opens their heart to Jesus, uh, lots of situations will open up for them to get connected into the right fellowship. Fantastic. Well, Marina, thank you so much for joining us today on History Makers. Thank you. If you'd like to hear this interview again or find out some more details about History Makers, please go to historymakersradio.com. Check out the website. We've got a great link section on there. There's a section where you can support and donate to History Makers. Find out more about the radio show and how it's reaching out to the world. Just go to historymakersradio.com. History Makers.